We were completely wrong again. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. The championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. For parts that fit, check out eBay Guaranteed Fit at ebaymotors.com. Available to U.S. customers on eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And with me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, we were wrong. <laughs> Again. <laughs> is, is anybody surprised at this at point? This, are this you, point, Are no. you new here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shocking. Shocking. Hey, uh, coming up later on in the show, we got to talk a little bit about Yankees catchers. Uh, Higashioka is starting to heat up a little bit. Let's talk about Trevi behind the plate as well. Made a big defensive play on Wednesday night. Uh, we need to talk about Yankees catching. Also, weird quotes about Aaron Judge's current injury. And yeah, we need to talk about that. We wanted to talk about it yesterday. We didn't have time. Let's talk about it today. First, Stacy Cole versus Verlander. Wow. Wow. Did that not disappoint? Yeah. So much. Such a. A better matchup than the Scherzer Severino. <laughs> like, I mean, miles better. You know, they each had, um, well, Cole had a perfect game going for like the first three, four, whatever innings it was. And they were just, you know, matching, going inning for inning against each other. And uh, yeah, both of them reached six. Both of them only gave up a run. Neither of them surrendered any walks. Uh, Cole had eight strikeouts. Verlander had six. And Cole gave up one more hit than Verlander, four to three. I mean, that's what you want from Cole and Verlander. It was, uh, I mean, kind of annoying as a Yankee fan because you hear about Verlander giving up runs to other teams and then he does what he normally does against the Yankees. And that's annoying. But Cole, great outing, no home runs. Yeah, that's a couple in a row now. Uh, six innings, as you mentioned, four hits, one run allowed. Ended up striking out eight. And and for Garrett, it was really just kind of came down to that final inning where he started kind of struggling a little bit. Uh, did you agree with the move pulling him there after? Mm, I did at the time, but then when things happened the way they happened, I thought mm, maybe they could have gone longer. But I, I felt like he was losing it a bit there. So, yeah. Yeah, it was starting to slip away. That's yeah. for sure. Pitch count was starting to rise a little bit. Uh, but life on that fastball again. And we've talked about that a thousand times this season. But Bears repeating. It's it's when it's there, he's unhittable. Yeah. And that was good to see. Like, hopefully, you know, he's trending again in the right direction and can keep this up. And again, like I keep saying, I mean, it doesn't have to be April Cole. Would I love for him to be April Cole again? Uh, yes, because the Yankees would be so much better with him being like that but um anything is better than may cole and so far june cole is better so i'm enjoying this <laughs> yeah june has been massive for him stace there was uh you know ended up being a 4-3 final but i felt like a lot of these runs on wednesday night were just like these massive moments yeah and, and i think this kind of uh, uh, let's flat out say it the reason why we're saying we're wrong is because we were calling this series was going to be a dud Mm -hmm. and it totally wasn't yeah you know two close games one extra innings um and it's kind of funny it's you didn't think the yankees were gonna win on tuesday night and the mets probably shouldn't have won on wednesday night like you know they flipped the script in both games so it was very interesting very close 
And, you know, one team wasn't exactly beating up on the other because that's what I was kind of afraid of happening. Um, I just figured, you know, the Mets were scoring a little more than the Yankees were heading into this, even though they were losing games, they were still scoring more. And I was afraid that they were just going to beat up on the Yankees. So to come out of there with a split, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Pham with an RBI double in the fifth to open up the scoring. How about Jake Bowers? Uh, RBI single to tie it there in the sixth inning. He is stepping it up, as we say. You know, I mean, he's he's like he's not like a world beater. But, you know, if you need to hit every once in a while, there he is in the thick of things. And uh, yeah, I mean, good for him that he's taking advantage of this opportunity that he probably didn't think he was going to have. And especially not where he's taking Aaron Judge's <laughs> place, yeah. technically. I mean, yeah. yeah, so good for him. Um, you know, the Donaldson scoring on the McNeil error, and then... Okay. The play. The play. <laughs> I'm IKFs. Take, yeah, I'm going to take back everything, every bad thing I've said about IKF in the past. I apologize, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. I feel really bad for that. I'm so sorry. That was amazing. First of all, <laughs> who was up to bat when he was when he stole the base? Oh gosh! Now you're really testing me. Yeah, I don't. I don't have it. Well, in front he of almost. Me. He almost got hit in the face, and then he. It was just. Yeah. It was so bang bang. It was. It was amazing, and uh, that was such a smooth slide too. That was almost like a Trey Turner slide into home. Like really, just like, hey, I'm the man <laughs> doing that sort of thing. And you know, uh, the Yankees don't steal home often. At least not lately it's been a good seven years since they've done it so it was uh kind of shocking to see that happen it was great yeah i mean obviously we don't know everything that went into that i imagine that was ikf reading I think that so, but going... he was like halfway down the line because yeah, when they I mean, showed they from above, they weren't even he was basically like hi i'm here hello and yeah, yeah it was it was amazing yeah going from the wind up there 99 times out of 100 no one cares but <laughs> If they're not going to hold him at all, it just gives him a massive opportunity. That's either him or Luis Rojas, obviously. That's going, hey, hey, look, 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 look. Uh, yeah. And then IKF looked and went, okay, I guess I'll just take it then because you're not paying any attention to me. So that's just huge baseball IQ. And, and that's something that IKF last season, that kind of gets lost. He's a very smart baseball player. Mm -hmm. while the results weren't uh, to everyone's liking last season. He's always been a smart baseball player. Um, and that's just kind of showcased it right there. Uh, that made it three to one at one point. How about this hit by pitch with the bases juiced on Nimmo? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Yeah. He didn't reach out to get hit, but he sure didn't get out of the way. Right. <laughs> and I, you know, that's, you can do that. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's not, they're not going to call you out for not moving out of the way. I mean, that's kind of, you smart. have to make an honest effort. Mm, and yeah. he very minusculely lifted his elbow. <laughs> it wasn't egregious. Obviously, there are way worse cases. Oh, yeah. I think if they had called that one back, you couldn't really argue it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would agree with that. And it's funny because when I watch and I see guys, um, move out of the way like I sometimes joke like let the ball hit you but why would you want to get it hit with a ball it doesn't feel good you know um 
And if you can move out of the way, you do. And if you can move out of the way without making it really look like you're moving out of the way, do what he did. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nemo got his comeuppance there immediately thereafter. Uh, RBI single from Starling Marte to tie the game. And he was, I don't know where he was going. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was halfway down the line of third. And uh, Trevino completely spots him. I mean, I spotted him right away. I was like, where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> throw the ball, throw the ball. Yeah. Uh, and a uh, nice job to get there to cover the bag and, and get that out at second. Reviewable. Yeah. It looked like, I mean, to me, it looked like he got the helmet before uh, the finger touched the base. Um, obviously went to review and they said call stands. Um, but then Nimmo with his uh, fingerprints all over this latter part of the game, of course, walks it off there in the 10th inning. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah. I'm not mad at this loss. It was a hard fought battle. It was winnable, but it wasn't egregiously lost. Right. Right. It was still annoying though, because you know, they wasted a couple doubles from guys who were heating up Volpe and LeMayhew. And it's like, Oh, come on. These guys are finally hitting extra bases for extra bases. Like after all this talk about them not doing well, and those two guys kind of stepped up in the series and you know, they're the guys behind them couldn't do anything. So that was kind of a bummer, but yeah, it, this isn't like that guardians loss from <laughs> last month. I'm not angry. I was actually kind of hoping it would end because it's late, you know, an extra innings. And, uh, well, yeah. it also started late. Right. Um, Canely looked nice there in the eighth inning. Good to see him. He's pitching well since returning from the injured list. Uh, Abreu with a nice ninth. He ended up facing one batter there in the 10th. Uh, the decision to go to Nick Ramirez. How are you feeling about that call? Obviously in hindsight, doesn't look good, but and the right. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. I guess maybe because guys pitch too much on Tuesday, but they have an off day tomorrow. You and know, I've had two this week. Yeah. On and, Monday. Right. So I don't understand why you couldn't just go to your big guys again. I mean, uh, I just, you know, Boone sometimes makes decisions that are kind of annoying and weird and they bite him in the butt and they did in that instance but again i'm not that angry about this loss it's it's not bad coming out of city field with a split in the first half of the subway series yeah no kidding um one last thing i wanted to touch on stacy <laughs> jeff mcneil getting called for the shift violation what a game for bill miller behind home plate huh awful, awful. Uh, <laughs> what awful. was that call that was a terrible call I don't care if it benefits the Yankees or not. That's a yeah. Call. No, that was awful. And we haven't seen that yet this year, right? Is I think this no. is the first time that this has happened for the Yankees. So when that happened, I thought, interesting. Um, yeah, he didn't really have a great game. And for some reason, both home plate um, umps this series did not have good. They didn't have a good time behind the plate. Yeah. And we'll, we'll all find out on later on Thursday when we look at the umpire auditor. Yeah. Twitter account just how bad Bill Miller was behind the plate but yeah he yeah. missed a couple of big calls and uh, yeah the shift violation yikes dude I, mm -hmm. I I can't believe that that was a call <laughs> I, I, I can't I what what are you doing man that's that's bad that's just bad I, I, I hope I forgot it was a rule like I forgot it was a thing that can happen because you know like well I said, that's just not the spirit of it that's yeah. not even what we're trying to do yeah yeah <laughs> a half an inch like what is this offsides in the nfl like what are we doing <laughs> come on man. that's a terrible call uh let us know how you're feeling about that call that, that was i mean again it benefited the yankees they get a ball out of it or whatever but that's just, come on man what are we doing mm. what are we doing it's slowing down the pace of this game now and just like what are we doing 
Uh, anyway, drop your questions while you're down there, by the way, in the comment section here on YouTube, because of course, tomorrow's Fan Mail Friday, your last chance to get your questions in here this week. A catch the Red Sox series. Of course, Yankees off on Thursday, but on Friday, start the weekend set. You can catch every pitch on Sirius XM. Coming up in a second, we got to talk about this weird Aaron Judge situation. Hey, this episode is brought to you by one of our newest sponsors, Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs is the best place to buy men's shorts and pants that come with a built-in liner. Full disclosure, Bird Dogs sent us a couple of pairs to all Locked On hosts, and I've been wearing them, and I've been liking them. And they're really comfortable. I think they look great, if I do say so myself. Um, and they're cheaper than other reputable brands. I've looked. I'm always looking at things to buy because I can't stop myself. And uh, But Bird Dogs is continuously continues to be cheaper than other brands of similar value um you can get some free stuff too locked on yankees listeners can get some free stuff when you go to birddogs.com and use the promo code locked on mlb they will throw in a free custom bird dogs yeti style tumbler with every single order so again that's birddogs.com slash locked on mlb and you know that promo code already locked on mlb Back now on Locked On Yankees. Hey, thanks so much for making us your first listen every day to the everydayers out there. One, we have big news coming up next week. Big news. Stay tuned. Hit subscribe. But in the meantime, coming up on tomorrow's show, show, Richard Fitz, number eight prospect in the Yankee system, is joining us to chat about how his season is going, how his offseason was. And we get to know him a little bit more. And, of course, also Fan Mail Friday, so drop your questions. It's a jam-packed Friday show, so make sure to hit subscribe, and that way you do not miss it. Stacy, this Aaron Judge situation. So it's been like two weeks <laughs> since he slammed his toe into right field at Chavez Ravine. Mm-hmm. Judge is saying, no timeline, no rush. Boone's like, I don't know, bro. What's going on with this situation? This feels very strange. It is strange. I've never, I've never seen a team handle injuries this badly in recent, like in recent years, the Yankees have just been so bad at it, either with not knowing guys' timelines, uh, being completely wrong about injuries, you know, with Boone constantly, oh, he'll be fine. He'll be in the lineup tomorrow. And then someone will miss three games or, oh, he'll be fine. And he goes on the IL that sort of thing but the whole boon thing not knowing like oh i what why would you even admit <laughs> why would you say that that just makes it look so odd to me it's it's just the whole thing is so weird and i'm i'm kind of annoyed now at this because it's it's ridiculous it's embarrassing that they don't know what they're doing it would be one thing if it were no offense like glaber or something but when it's your captain Right. And your your biggest star. I I really don't get. I mean, we were talking yesterday on this the Volpe comments, right? On the we haven't even had the conversation. Lie, but how that felt PR move, mm -hmm. right? This feels whatever the opposite of a PR move, right? Like, like come out <laughs> with a clear message and say, look, even if it's not a nothing burger, mm -hmm. which is hey. uh, we're waiting for the swelling to go down still. He's feeling better every day, but we don't have a timeline. 
Yeah, just come out and say that. Don't say I don't know. Yeah, don't be like, I don't know. And Judge is like, eh, I don't really want to play. And she's like, what's, what's going on, dude? Um, so this is this is a quote here I'm pulling from the New York Post. Uh, this is what Judge had to say. Quote, I think it's all based on pain. It's a good sign that it's feeling every better every single day. I don't think there's a need for a timeline. Stacy, how do you feel about the, I don't think there's a need for a timeline? Well, of course there's a need for a timeline. We need to know. We need to know if he's going to be out for another three weeks or if he's going to come back next week and feel fine. Oh, my toe feels great. I'm going to be back next week. Because yeah, obviously he's eligible to return at this point. Yeah. And uh, But he, I mean, he seems nonplussed about it. It's we- It's I keep saying weird, but it is. It's weird. I don't like this at all. It makes me uncomfortable that they're just so nonchalant about this. And I know that it's it's mid-June. This can turn into a, oh my God, he's not coming back till July thing. And that's bad. They're playing some Very tough bad. teams at the end of this month. They need Aaron Judge in the lineup. They can't continue like this without him. So something needs to happen. Either they need to put him on, or I guess continue to keep him on the IL, but at he least tell us it. something. Give us a clue as to what's happening because this isn't fair to us. It's not fair to the fans. It's not fair to anyone to just sit there and be like, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Again, it would be one thing if it were like some bullpen guy that, you know, throws every four days, but it's a guy that's in the middle of your lineup every day. That you just gave a really large extension to. (laughs) And who is playing out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> like was on ready already on pace to do the exact same thing again. Yeah. Um we we have our uh corners of the internet that both you and I have to keep our eyes on. Of course, we know the rules around these parts on Lockdown Yankees. Stacy keeps your eye on Twitter. I keep my eye on Reddit. And uh Reddit's pissed. I mean, I know, shocking. That's Reddit's a shocking mad about something. But Yankees met Reddit was like, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, I got to imagine our YouTube comments here on this episode is going to be like, what's going on here? And I can't imagine you, uh, Yankees Twitter is super stoked either. Yeah, it's it's the whole just them being really uh, nonchalant. It's the nonchalant thing. It's just annoying. Like, this... yeah, it's just like, well, I don't know. My toe hurts. Yeah, and look, no. If it hurts, it hurts. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. Take the time you need. Make sure he's right. Make sure he's OK. Make sure there's no further damage or that he's not going to hurt it anymore. Make sure he's OK and plays to this full potential but it just seems like laissez-faire that yes yeah i mean <laughs> he'll be back when he's back like, what this <laughs> is like, you're talking about this is yeah. this is the al mvp front runner yeah this isn't no offense but this isn't like jake bowers <laughs> this yeah. isn't willie calhoun this is aaron judge you're paying him millions of dollars to be your captain you wanted him back He's the guy that keeps the team together. We've seen it since he got hurt that this team, you know, they'll luck into some wins, but for the most part, it's they're scratching and clawing for hits and runs without him in the lineup. It's I've never seen anything like it in my life. And for the fact for them to be like, eh, it's fine. It's not fine. <laughs> it's not fine. <laughs> Maybe they're just trying to hide behind Bader's close here in a second. He, sh- he should be available this week and anticipated uh, yeah. he had the rehab game on Wednesday with Somerset. So maybe they're trying to do that. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's just very, very strange. I don't know if we're blowing it up too much. I don't, I'm sure we are because either way, his status is the same. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just very off-putting. 
Mm -hmm. That's what it, yes, exactly. That's, I was looking for that word. My brain wasn't getting it because we're recording this late. You all know that. Um, Off-putting is perfect. Yeah, it's off-putting. Uh, let us know in the comment section how you're feeling about this because this is this is really weird, right? Like you guys have to be feeling the same thing. It's just again, this isn't some nobody. This is this is Aaron Judge, man. This is a reigning most valuable player. Uh, anyway, let us know how you're feeling down in the comments. And of course, while you're there, your last chance to get questions in for Fan Mail Friday on tomorrow's episode. Also tomorrow, the Red Sox and Yankees square off yet again. We're back to this thing. Uh, playing every four days. Uh, but again, you can catch that on Sirius XM. Coming up next, we got to talk about Yankees catching. So stick around. Back now on Lockdown Yankees. Stace, there were some plays. Uh, there was one big play defensively in the final game in Queens. Uh, that throw down to second to nab Nimmo. Huge point of the game. Nice play by Trevino. We wanted to talk about uh, the state of Yankees catching right now. Let's start with Trevino. How, how have you been feeling about Trevi? I'm feeling better. He's, you know, he'll hit every once in a while now where he's not completely overmatched when he's up. You know, I don't feel bad seeing him all the time because, you know, there was that point where the Yankees weren't getting any production out of the catching position. And, you know, he's not doing what he did last year, obviously, because they he was an all-star at this point last year. Um, but I feel like he's improving. You know, I don't feel um, I don't feel bad when I see him come to the plate, but I just wish he would get a little better. But that play was great. That was a really yeah. good play. It's good to see him do that. Because I feel like there have been a couple of times for him and Hickey where they haven't been able to nail runners at a second or, you know, even like when stolen bases are happening or anything like uh, overrunning and things like that. So it's good to see them stepping up in that way. Yeah. You mentioned Higashioka, his bat starting to come a little bit better around here in the month of June, five for 13 and a couple of games this month. Uh, Higgy offensively, how are you feeling about that? Much better <laughs> because he was also, you know, when we talked about how bad the bottom of the lineup was, you know, those two guys were right in the thick of that badness when it was, you know, we were dependent on the top of the lineup hitting because that's when Rizzo was hitting, when Judge was playing. And, you know, the bottom of the lineup wasn't really doing much of anything. And to see, you know, Higgy, when he plays a little more, he can hit. And he can run into a ball and hit it out. And, you know, when he gets going, he's a pretty good player. But, you know, when you're the backup catcher, you don't get as many chances to perform at the plate but you know when he gets going and he gets on a roll he's actually one of the better hitters on the team uh ben rortvet is currently on the injured list just as an aside uh bruised his wrist he was hmm. placed on the injured list on tuesday so seven day il so maybe next week he should return uh so you know only played a handful of games when he did get called up but that's not really an option right now. Stace, do you think the Yankees might try and make an upgrade at the catcher position this season via trade? Mm, I don't know if I think they have more pressing needs than catcher. Would you agree? You would agree with that because you want them I mean, to get the left-handed reliever. <laughs> well, they have them. When's Matt Crook going to pitch? Jeez, yeah, well, that's, on, guys. that's true too. Yes, they do have Crookie. But He's I feel like... Pitch, just put him back in Scranton and let him pitch there. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like catcher is not 
as pressing as other positions. I think they're fine with Higgy and Trevino for now. I think oh, they're definitely overall uh, like net negative behind the plate. Yeah. Right. There's, there's no positivity offensively overall coming out of the catcher position. So, I and mean, it also, it also feels like, you know, I say this about the relievers and stuff like, you know, Yankee fans were used to having guys like Mo. You had Posada. I mean, Posada was a really good hitting catcher. Catcher. He might not have been that great behind the plate, but he's a really good <laughs> offensive catcher. And there are a lot of Yankee fans that their brains just keep thinking back to the past and they compare the guys now to those guys from the past. So I can see that driving Yankee fans into believing we need to, you know, upgrade our catcher. But I feel like there are other pressing issues on the team. Yeah, I mean, clearly left field, but I mean, all the outfield, if Judge and Bader are going to be out all season here, apparently. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I still think, um, I mean, I think Crook can be a contributor, left-hander out of the pen. If I they guess use the Yankees him. Think otherwise, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Uh, just let the poor guy make his debut for crying out loud. <laughs> just get that out of the way. Um, uh, let him become official, you know. Yeah, uh, you're gonna have to option him anyway, so you might as well just give him an inning. It's not <laughs> like he's gonna go out there and give up 15 runs. Um, but yeah, yeah, obviously left field. I would like another left-handed reliever. Um, but I mean, catcher is a close third, if not like a one A, two A. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. I would say it's within the top two and a half. Yeah, needs. yeah, it's <laughs> it's up there. I, yeah. I mean. They could upgrade. Sure. They could sure. totally stand to upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anybody off the top of my head. Right. Me either. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of teams that they could go trade get with JT and... Real Muto. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now that would be. Well, something. hey, there's a catcher who's not a catcher in St. Louis anymore, but also is a catcher, but also plays the outfield that you could always go after. Contreras? Contreras. Contreras. <laughs> Oh man, they have they ha oh what they've done to him this season. It's so unfair. what they've done. Period. Don't not just to him. Period. Yeah, what in true. the world? But you know, blaming him for their pitchers' problems and stuff, and then saying, "Oh, we'll put him in the outfield." It's like, uh, what? You no, you signed him to be a catcher. You what are you just doing? signed him like three like, months ago? Anyway, yeah, <laughs> this is not Lockdown Cardinals. Go check out Lockdown Cardinals. Yes. They do a great job over there. Yep. Uh, but yeah, let us know. Do you think the Yankees need to upgrade a catcher? Let me know in the comments section here on YouTube, of course, as always. Uh, drop your questions. One last chance to get them in for Fan Mail Friday. You can catch the Red Sox series on Sirius XM. That starts Friday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And, of course, back on ESPN on Sunday. Man, we're on ESPN a lot here. Uh, back on Fox on Saturday as well. So You only get Michael once. Yeah. Uh, Hey, coming up on Friday's show, make sure to hit that subscribe button because you're going to want to see this conversation we're going to have with Richard Fitz, number eight prospect in the Yankee system. Great guy, super nice, and uh, great conversation coming your way. That's coming up tomorrow. And again, also hit subscribe because we have a big announcement coming next week. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I promise. That's coming up next week. Make sure to hit subscribe and you don't miss it. And that's going to do it for today's Lockdown Yankees. I'm Steve Fernando. And I'm Stacey Gatsoulias. We'll see you tomorrow.